10,000 monkeys in a room flipping coins will eventually recreate the internet. I, I hope no one else is doing a bit, but I'm doing a bit. Daddy's got a pod. I'm Casey Kasem, and this one's for the perverts. Join us in our strange ritual. <laughs> that is time-traveling love smut. I can only say horny in one season opener. A medium amount of fun and an extra large amount of sweaty. From the minds that brought you giraffed in a marisaur. No regrets, no masters. I got dick jokes to make, man. Leave me alone. This is good. This is good for anyone. This one's going to be weird. I'm very interested to see where this goes. Hello, and welcome to Debate This, the show that now officially in season seven has more seasons than Community did. Oh, shit. (laughs) And that's not nothing. That isn't nothing. And, and... We weren't bought by Yahoo Screen. But not only are we the show that officially has more seasons than Community, we are also known as the show where no one is right, but someone is most definitely wrong. And those of you who have listened to this show know that we take time out of our busy adult lives to talk about comic books, video games, and how a great start for season seven is me just realizing that I didn't make a joke here and we're leaving it all in because we are consummate professionals moving forward, navigating toward a bright, and prosperous future. You knew the number of seasons of community to just drop at a moment's notice, but didn't put the closer to that opening paragraph. Yep. Six seasons in a movie, Todd. Six seasons in a movie, yeah. That's memed. Yeah, I mean, don't give me credit for that. (laughs) The flourishes you put in the opening today felt very much like when a show slightly changes the theme song in a way that it's the same but you hate it because it's not the one you listened to for the six previous seasons. Uh, see also when you do a live show and you have to read something live mm. that is like yeah. yeah, like given on a prompter. All of the above. Anyway, hey, uh, it's beginning of January. It's 22. It's a new year. And more importantly, it is that time of the year again when somehow the DT exclamation HQ lobbying arm gets our annual call from the White House. From old Joey Bibes. Yep. Joseph Roboblocks Biden. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys, you guys are stately people. You you know, but for our listeners out there, you know, the State of the Union is coming up and the president just just needs the incredibly niche and overly specific help that only we here at Debate This can provide. Now, last year, astute listeners may recall that Biden requested our help in rebranding the country with our preferred choice of N64 controller color. <laughs> And we painted the town atomic purple. The way God intended. The way God intended. And we all know collectively that that led to a year of peace where nothing bad happened and no other problematic decisions or statements have come from this administration since that time. Anyway, moving on (laughs) this year, (laughs) we're being taken off the advertising slash PR slash marketing committee. Oh, yeah. It's one committee. It's one committee. And instead, we're making laws. Inflation, mass poverty, healthcare, global warming, all of these issues pale in comparison to the real problems facing our world. Namely, there are just too dang many kinds of dice out there. Too many. Okay, wait, hold on. We ain't got no claws, so we're making laws. Is that anything? That is something. I was going to say, last year it was no laws when you're drinking claws, and Mm -hmm. this year we're making laws. No claws, so you get to make laws. So we're making laws, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I really didn't drink that many white claws in Q4, so... This is all on Todd. (laughs) Time to start making laws. This is your fault. I just want to summarize the whole prompt here. 
we are pinch hitting for Congress and drafting a new law that states there can only be one type of dice moving forward. Oh, this isn't a White Claw episode? This is not a White Claw episode. <laughs> I need to scrap my notes very quickly. <laughs> so, assuming you all are on board, let me introduce the junior statesmen who are going to help me discover how exactly a bill becomes a law. We've got Kyle Midnight Harper. That's just a good, that's just a good middle name. That is a good middle name. Todd Liars Dice Thomas. I love Liars Dice. I know you do. And Matt Ship Captain and Crew Cole. Don't know that one. Um, can we take a quick like five minute break so I can really quickly watch a Schoolhouse Rock episode? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if we're gonna be making laws, I gotta. <laughs> gotta be, I gotta refresh. Gotta the meta of this whole prompt is that the current Congress was just classified as the least productive Congress yeah. in like 70 years. Yep. So there's like an extra layer to this stupid onion. I wrote this and I was like, oh, this is really funny and stupid. And then as I kept writing, I just got more and more progressively sad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and <laughs> it's just like, all right, maybe we just, I just kind of roll through this as quick as possible. So, that's the human you know, what condition. dice the best dice? What dice the best dice? That, that's what we're doing. Well, clearly, Todd, it just goes to show that everyone in this last Congress has claws because they made no laws. They made no laws. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. Quite the binary rule. Yeah. Anyway, dice, Andrew, you want to talk about dice? Yeah. So the, the nicknames, they're all dice games. They're all old timey dice games. If that wasn't clear. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. There's also uh, Kyle's name as, a, as an elite military sniper. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that could also be anything, but it, in this context. I can't talk about that for three more years, though. So <laughs> come sure. back in season 10. <laughs> yeah. All right. So here's the deal. We need to draft a bill outlawing the use of every type of sided dice but one. You may or may not know there are multiple types of dice. It's not just the six-sided dice that comes with Monopoly. We all know that, right? Good. Was that you asking us or the listeners? Because I feel like... Yeah. yeah. You interpret on your own. Each of you tell me what sided dice should have the Monopoly, pun intended, on dice, and a brief rationale why it is objectively the best. Also... Don't pick the six-sided dice. That's super lame. And if you pick it, everyone in Congress will know that you're lame. So, oh, no. I don't want everyone <laughs> yeah. oh, in wow. Congress to I think I aspire to have their positive opinion. Kyle, you, you, you go. You go first. All right, Andrew. My answer today is pretty simple. And I feel would correct a mistake we in the United States made a long time ago. That mistake would be not... A, properly adapting the metric system in the United States for our weights and measures. Okay. And we're going to begin correcting that mistake and healing that wound by selecting the decahedron, the 10-sided dice, (laughs) as our national dice standard. 10 sides are the best sides, Andrew, because with a combination of 10-sided dice, you can roll out any probability that you need But specifically, we're going to focus today on the combo of two 10-sided dice for percent die. With percent die, we will reclaim this nation, return to our former glory, and achieve true equality and balance. I can First off, I just want to torpedo this immediately out the gate. 
Kyle, you opened with, we're going to introduce the metric system as the standard into society under an administration that's trying to become more popular. <laughs> no, no, we're, we're healing that wound. We're I, still a long way yikes. from the, adopting yeah. the metric system. This is a baby step toward adopting the metric system, is your, is your argument, correct? We got to get everyone comfortable with, with 10 again. Now, now the joke's gone the other way, where I'm imagining focus groups of adults teaching them to count to 10. And then explaining how that's far easier than, yeah. like, 12 inches in a foot. 12 inches in a foot, three feet to a yard, however many yards to a mile. No one knows what that number is. No one knows. It's 4,000 something. No, no it's that's, not. It's, it's not. That's one, how many feet are in a yard mile. It's 1,280, I think. But yeah, it's 5,182 divided by three. How could we be certain? I refuse to venture a guess. We can't. We can't do that math. Mm -mm. No one ever has. Which is why we need the ten-sided. <laughs> why we need to, the ten-sided dice to take hold, so we can eventually push everyone to the metric system. Mm. Okay, decahedron. Got it. Uh, decahedron. Todd. Todd uh, what say you? Yeah, I disagree. Um, boldly, that I will start out by saying that the d sixes or the six-sided dice have cornered the market for far too long. Uh, so long that I think that if you went into most houses and you were like, hey, do you have any dice? They're only going to bring you six-sided dice. It's a lot like, mm -hmm. like Kleenex, like Q-tips. No more. I've come to you with the house resolution to instate that all dice will now be four-sided. That's right, listeners. Congress. <laughs> I'm, bringing you, I'm bringing you the dice that, that perhaps to nerd circles are known best because they're involved with the two most popular and most important level one spells in Dungeons and Dragons, both Bless and Magic Missile. But more so, four options are the exact right amount of options. When you think about it, 25% hmm. chance, that's low enough to feel like, oh, it's it's not going to happen. I'm good. But also, it's high enough that like you would bet on that. You'd bet that that's going to happen. You'd put money down on that. And... I get that, you know, some of the arguments today that some other people in this conversation, Kyle, are going to bring you dice that have a lot more faces on them. And they might say that, that four, four faces is not enough faces. And to them, I would like to bring up the concept of decision paralysis, because these little suckers are the ideal choice to be the premier dice in every home. So... What I've brought you today is a packet of papers that says House Resolution, a whole bunch of numbers. And then in parentheses, it says the campaign for the pyramids of pain, because that's what these dice are. And we're going to put them in every home. Uh, quick question for you here, Todd. Mm -hmm. How many four-sided dice do you need to roll to get a one-to-one -one percentage out of 100? Well, it's going to be 25. Yeah, but, no, but no further <laughs> questions. Thank you. It's Thank going to be 25, but but then it's there's a there's a system of like how many ones do you have to roll to equal a one? It's a whole thing. It's it's going to be tough for you to grasp, but I'm sure the common people will grasp it very quickly. Right. See, I think okay. I can derail Todd's argument with a single question, which is, do you take your D4s with the number on the top or the number on the bottom? The number has to be on top. Any if it's on the bottom, you go to prison. <laughs> You, those are contraband dice. Those are those are fakes. Whoa! I also want to poke one more hole into something that Todd said, hmm, which please. was the idea that a D four is good because it minimizes your options. Yeah. But like the whole point of rolling a dice is so you don't have to make a d decision. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you just got okay because you know that if you've got like okay, how many times have you talked to a have you talked to a beloved family member and you've said where do you want to go to eat? 
yeah. and they've named more than four options and then it spirals into hell and you go to Fazoli's anyway because that's the only thing they love or ever been to. It's Bob Evans if it's before noon, doesn't matter. I'm mm. just saying that four options is the correct amount of options and if you need more options, you got more dice. Kyle said it right out the gate. Percentage dice, 100 options with two dice. Yeah. I'm just doing that. I'm just doing that with fun multiples to get just to, help, for. to help children learn their multiplication tables way earlier. Yeah. I mean, it is easier to visualize a foot than it is to visualize a, a meter. So, yeah. That's, I think, just because you've been America. He's got you there. I don't yeah. Think that's America pilled. Consistent across <laughs> the universe. Matt, Matt, why don't you, why don't you un American pill me then? Andrew, I'd love to. See, we're all overcomplicating this situation. You said it yourself, Andrew. The reason that you roll a dice is to make the decision for you. So you don't need options. You just need to decide if you're doing it or not. And for that, we only need two sides. Yes, no. D2. <laughs> D2. Best dice. And that's what we're going for. What is a better way to un-America pill you than to show you a successful example of a binary choice. The two-party system hasn't worked in America because there are too many options on the side. If we really just hard-narrowed it down to two... I don't no. know. What? <laughs> you you said a lot of words that don't mean the thing that you're trying to say. He did say them confidently, though, and, and for that, he, he, he gets some credit, but not a lot. So, jokes about the American political system aside... It's a whole be, episode. Yeah, it's a whole episode. Anyway, I really do believe in this campaign because, like you said, this is about making a decision. Now, Todd, you gave the good example of, like, where do you want to go to dinner? You got to narrow that down. And if people aren't willing to narrow that down with you, they're just not willing to be conscious communicators and participants in this social situation. You're not at the point where you should be rolling dice about it. You got to whittle that down to a yes or no answer, baby. Use that D2. No. What kind, of, what kind of baby-brained world do you Incorrect. live in where everything America. has a yes or no answer, Matt? Incorrect. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's my, And my thought was, here's four options to go and eat. You're saying, no, there's two options. Here's, here's the thing, two. though, is, Kyle, you only think my world is baby-brained because you've been conditioned by a six-sided world. Now, if you were to <laughs> see the world as only two-sided as I do, that sounds terrible. I don't want that on recording. Anyway, yeah, if you were to see the go. value. I rest my case, Judge. Ten is ten is the, the perfect number. I, uh... I hate no, the fact that Matt got through all of that without any of us calling him out and saying he brought a coin. A two-sided <laughs> dice is like a coin. The things we are famously trying to take out of circulation. Well, imagine if we didn't have types of coins, we just had one. That, one they would only no, have... we're not replacing cash as well. <laughs> <laughs> not with that attitude. We're coins not. only function as dice and no longer as currency in this administration. All right. Well, that actually that segues us remarkably well uh, to my next question, which is how are you going to implement this? Gentlemen, one by one, please tell me, outline your plan for replacing all of these now outlawed dice with your preferred standard. Talk to me. How is this new dice going to be ingrained in society? And what's going to happen to the others once they are determined as effectively illegal contraband? Andrew, thank you for, for asking this question. Our rollout will be slow, but effective and decisive. Decisive. 
decisive, if you will. Um, <laughs> we will start the first leg of our rollout. The D10 will replace all instances where chance encounters occur across the board. Uh, who returns the kickoff? We're just rolling a D10, evens or odds. That's 50-50. Can do it with a D10, super easy. Can do it with a D4, really easy. And same with math <laughs> option as well. Say. That's one instance where a 50-50 option works, Matt. Wait, I have out, examples to can show we... we need more options than that, Can though. we? Can we talk about starting a kickoff and they have to throw a 10-sided dice into the air. That's and incredible. How, and how awesome that is as they sift it out of the turf to find yeah. out exactly how it laid. I would 100% watch football in that case. It's going to be a, like a football-sized foam D10 <laughs> that they roll instead. Sure. I would still argue out of that that it's that's either the D4 or the D2 that's the most clear to read if it's a giant foam dice. Fair point. If you're doing a specialty D10 for football, you can just mm. make your odds and evens different colors, 50-50. Right there. We're, we're getting in the weeds here, though. <laughs> so after, you know, sports, our 50-50 kickoff return replacement, we're going to roll out the change. All family board games can no longer use the D6. They have to use 2D10 instead, which will have the added benefit of speeding up all of these games. We're adding eight numbers to the potential roll here you're gonna just move through those board games so much quicker and get to spend so much more time rebuilding this great country <laughs> casinos the lottery all games just replaced with fun variations of rolling d10s the lottery is basically that already instead of ping pong balls with numbers on them we're just gonna roll d10s that's our lotto and then you got a special special colored one for the powerball bam Easy peasy, super fun. Everyone loves rolling dice. You want to make the probabilities larger to have more intense payouts? Just add more dice. It goes up exponentially because it's a 10-base system, which is an amazing system. But after that, beyond just games, things of chance, we are going to encourage citizens to determine all of their major life choices via percent dice <laughs> can't decide to, where to go for dinner just roll a d10 about it there's got to be 10 options for dinner so, assign them to a number roll a d10 fazolis 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 and fazolis it's well there's four fazolis on that dice it's it's nine fazolis <laughs> and uh, chipotle is the last one <laughs> if you have Nine Chipotle's and one other thing, you can make that decision with a D2. Let it be known, this is another <laughs> yeah, example but the, the statistics where we are wrong. Down yeah, the statistics are, that is different probability, Matt. Yeah, then you'd have to you'd have to flip your your two sided coin. A ten sided dice four times or five to, times allows you to weight your options based on what if you think Chipotle is the one you want, but you want to throw in the Fazoli's just for. Just for funsies, you can do like a do six and four or something. Why wouldn't you just go to Chipotle? Why wouldn't you just go to Fazoldi's? I <laughs> can it real quick. The example that I love. So Kyle's making a lot of really good points, and I think my dice stands with him on a lot of them. The one that I think is extra special here is that I think the the four sided dice could also bounce around in a machine and be part of the lottery. Matt's can't. Matt's can't unless they have <laughs> unless they have a thousand coins to, to have a binary stream and every lottery ticket is a one or a zero. And that's just a weapon of mass destruction. That's that's just a, a hadron collider throwing coins in a circle. 
Um, I do. I do have some more more examples of things we're Please. going to encourage here. So, need, if you need to pick an activity for how to spend your Saturday, roll a d10 for it. There's got to be ten things you can do. Assign them numbers. Roll a d10. Enjoy your day. Only one kid gets to go to college. Hope your number comes <laughs> up, buddy. If you got ten kids, you can di- you can divide kids into oh. a multiple of ten. Todd, it's, what? Huh? Hold on. Say that again. You can divide kids. Well, not like, not like physically. Not like, not like actually. Not like split the child for the but kingdom like, biblically. You can, but yeah. if you've got f- less than ten kids, you can assign them to more than one number on a ten-sided dice. The point I'm driving home here, guys, is that ten sides is more versatile than fewer sides, but not as complicated as twenty sides. It's right down the middle, the perfect number of sides. For every application. But I digress because part of this initiative will be a government sponsored app and web program that will generate a list from AI of 100 outcomes for you based on some simple prompts. If you have to make a harder decision than just where to go for dinner, how to spend your Saturday, say, what do I devote my life to? What qualities do I find attractive in a partner? <laughs> Whatever. Answer a few questions on, on our app, DHEX, and it will generate a hundred prompt list for you assigned to a number. You roll your two percentage dice. You have your life figured out for Kyler, you. Kyler, are you suggesting that we as a society adopt a universal wild magic search table? Yeah, that feels like what this is a lot. Yeah, it does. I do. And further... To go to go into uh, a government-sponsored app that everyone has to download that is bringing AI into your everyday decisions sounds great. Oh, super great, perfect. No prop, no no issues, flaws at all. So, as far as how will we enforce this, all other dice will be confiscated. <laughs> Those dice whose materials that cannot be reclaimed to turn into ten-sided dice will be repurposed or sealed away behind the heads of Mount Rushmore like all of our other state secrets. Mm. Coins will be phased out entirely from our monetary system, replaced (laughs) by more paper money. Um, It is ridiculous that we have both to begin with. (laughs) Everything should be paper. I will Mm -hmm. defend that claim. That's not even Kyle's answer. That's That's just just kind of another (laughs) thing. That's just kind of a second. You're just making a second law. It's a hat on a hat. To be more specific here, um, the D4s that we cannot melt down and turn into more D10s will be used for um, enhanced interrogation, let's say. Mm. And um, all the coins will be melted down and turned into a national monument, probably to how awful coins are <laughs> as a currency. Foolproof. It's got some, some real Confederate statue energy is what that is. <laughs> we yeah. built this so that everyone remembers how shitty these people are. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. I would like to go. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> it's your turn now. Yeah, I'm just gonna cut to the chase. Um, I'm with Kyle. Uh, to be clear, we're confiscating every other dice. Um, yeah, you're gonna, we, you're gonna steal that guy's like Joe Biden steals our guns. Yep. Yep. That's it. Actually, <laughs> absolutely door to door. We just don't. We just don't need them anymore. We don't need those other dice. 2024 will be marked by the dice wars. The dice um, wars. Yeah, they're coming. Yeah. To take pick your side. Um, the. <laughs> What can a six-sided dice do that that like three d fours can't? 
playing a tabletop RPG. Do it. Win a D20. Do a, <laughs> do a one in 20 chance with just one dice. Well, here, if you're playing a TTRPG and you want a D20, you don't really want a D20. You want five D4s. And if you roll multiple ones, you're going to critically fail. That's how this works. With a D4, you can roll for evens. You can roll for odds. You've got the quartiles right out of the box. Now, I want to go back to something Kyle said. Kyle was saying D10s for deciding coin flips for football. And I think Matt's going to make the argument that a coin flip is a better coin flip than a D10. And I think that argument is correct. However, what that's missing is what a D4 offers with two more options. Typically, it's do you kick, do you receive. In football, I'm going to bring in two more options. (laughs) Yeah, it's either do you kick, do you receive. Neither. The ball just starts on the 50-yard line and play begins. Uh, and if you that's if you roll a one and if you roll a four, that's that's a critical. They kick off to each other at the same time. There are now two footballs on the field at once. <laughs> so I think you're limiting yourself with with both ten and two. But four is where the sweet spot is. Now, I'd like to return to the concept of decision paralysis, because I think that's really vital for my argument today. People think they want options. They do not. Wow. They want a government-sponsored AI program to give them a list of 100 options that they will then roll to My God, 100 options. I can't think of 100 of anything. I can't can't think of 100 people I've met in my whole life. That that sounds like a skill issue, Tom. (laughs) I I embrace that I don't want to be paralyzed by decisions. so, So the point here is that people will always resist change, but give it like two holiday cycles of the D4 being the dice in play. And you'd be surprised how quickly society will embrace their triangular toy of choice. There will, of course, remain outliers who resist this change. And honestly, their punishment's going to be pretty simple. For every contraband dice that you're found in possession of, you have to stand on that many D4s barefoot for a minute. That's just how we're going to solve that problem. But if we find that you've got, you know, a handful of D12s like a real pervert, you're going to have to lay that many D4s out and stand on it barefoot. But isn't it kind of like Legos where like the more that you stand on, the more of it of a, just like a surface it becomes? Yes. Yeah, but like but you still need enough for it to matter. And so unless someone's and so unless someone's playing like Warhammer and they've got 37 d6s and now they're going to stand on 37 d4s maybe that feels like more like acupuncture foot healing (laughs) but like for the for the common criminal that's pocketed a couple d6s rolling around on the street we're going to get them and they're going to stand on d4s barefoot this is one of the few uh cases of in our justice system where the more you commit a crime the the less severe Mm -hmm. your punishment will be yeah you want to be caught with more pot that's that's what this is I commend both of you for taking similar yet different enough angles of eliminating free will. Football, not football. Eliminating free will, search and seizure, illegal search and seizure, and uh, uh, basically establishing a new rule system for for money and for the economy. Uh, So I mean, really, I appreciate that you're you're taking this charge seriously. Yeah, and I we're drafting a law. Yeah. That will be approved by the executive branch. Yeah. So absolutely will be approved. Yes. You know, I I do want to say I do agree with my opponent here. Dice heretics should be punished capitally. Yeah. Uh, That is the only way they will learn. And the only way we will we will win the dice wars Um, Mm -hmm. where we disagree is on which which dice is the heretic on the best way to count by force. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Matt. 
let it be known that I came here today knowing that I was going to do a bit that was going to sound like maybe the icky answer. And now I don't think I'm the ickiest answer anymore, which is good. But here's the well, thing. We're not done yet. Every dice war, every war comes down to two sides, Andrew. Well, there's three sides in this argument. There are three in this argument, Matt. <laughs> Flip, Matt. Flip a coin and decide who wins today. Yeah, how about I'd love that? To. One side is me and I win, and the other side is both of you and you lose. That's how coin but, flips work, but that, Kyle. But that first that off, is... there's three people, and there's four of us on this call, which I think just kind of settles the whole point because maybe Andrew gets to win somehow. Shut up. First off, are the number of hosts on this <laughs> podcast should not determine anything. Second off, what I'm saying is that it'll be easy to roll out a shift. To D2s. Kyle said it. They're coins. It will not. We've already coins got don't them. roll, Matt. It's going to be hard to roll it out. You could flip it out, maybe, but you can't roll it out. That's I can't talk about this part. This isn't where I'm strong. I'm going <laughs> to let you get away with that one joke. That was, that was pretty a good, good joke. And I'm, yeah, I don't have any. Anyway, everybody's already got coins. It's easy. We tell everybody we're making decisions with coin flips now. Everybody's got them. Now we start producing, minting, perhaps, government issue D2s. Then we can really drive the proper, or we can really drive the value of <laughs> they've those been, bad boys They've up. been issuing government standard D2s <laughs> forever. Yeah. Think of how That's many, what the mint is. <laughs> think of how many different designs we've already oh, minted shit. governmently of D2s. So we Governmently could, is. Yeah. That's that's a, a hell of an adverb there. Dice gremlins rejoice. The government has already produced and is ready to produce more limited edition properly minted D2s. Now, here's the thing. Because we are so confident in who we are as a decision-making entity at Big D2, we <laughs> have decided that we don't feel so bad if people want to keep dice of other shapes it's just that you know when it comes down to making the decision it's either yes or no and it always comes it's back not. to that d2 so i don't, I don't again, so rarely I, again so rarely is a decision just yes or no <laughs> i hear you saying that and it's not changing my answer oh okay. what i'm saying is that it's going to be easy to adopt Everybody's already used to coin flips. Kyle or Todd said it earlier. The best use of a coin flip is a coin flip. So those are Todd's own words and not mine. And well, I'm not coin trying to punish anybody by standing on pointy things. And that weakness is why you will lose the dice. Wars. Right. You have to do the hard <laughs> thing sometimes. <laughs> I want to go back. So, so Kyle, Kyle was right when he said that things are so rarely yes or no. Sometimes there's a maybe. Most times there's a fourth thing. And so I think that we really just need to think about that as the standard of yes, no, maybe. And then, huh? Uh, Mitch Hedberg said it the best. When he was in college, he was in a band. People either love them or they hated them. That was it. And that's the whole quote. Don't look up that Mitch Hedberg joke. There's definitely no more to that one liner. The thing yeah. is. When it comes to making a decision, it's one or two. It's yes or no. It can be that simple. If you give up your America-pilled, six-sided, brainwashed world, you can live in D2 paradise. Deciding the entire dice standard for the US of A based upon how people feel about Nickelback is a <laughs> wild through line, Matt. <laughs> 
So there is something like hauntingly 2024 about it though. Uh, who put this cursed two-sided dice? In- yeah, I did. It's uh-huh. uh, there's a couple of different designs of D2s that I've seen. I just just for the sake of like. When we talk about D two, it's not just a coin. Uh-huh. Um, there no. are like D twos out there. I okay, but this is this is a D six with a two sim. rounded size. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I guess. I mean, technically, it's not a D six with two rounded sides. It's just a D two. It's God. well, it's more like a D four with two additional sides that are round because four of those sides are are flat yeah so i mean to get to a cooler version of yours by using the base design of mine i get no that sucks i hate that i hate that other thing different different example that i've seen three yeah that's they're all bad yeah there's just something so clean about a 10-sided dice that uh the others wish they could could achieve i don't know why we're bothering like so i'm gonna i'm gonna move us on because i i feel like we're we're swirling around the reality here which is that change doesn't happen overnight right we all have kind of identified already that yes there will be people restrict resistant to the new change dice heretics if you will mm-hmm. so we're going to need to convert those so-called heretics over to the will of the people explain to me what propaganda campaign or other supplemental efforts you're going to be executing in order to get everybody on board with having just one type of dice moving forward kyle all right andrew so i i have said we are not going to let what happened with the metric system happen again we know that this is not a change people will adopt overnight this is a generational change that will benefit america for many years going forward strengthen us as a country to uh, stand on the world stage again dhex as we like to call them in the biz (laughs) will be the way of the land. So, for this to really take hold, there will need to be a policy push in addition to the cultural push I laid out in the last answer, you know, changing all of our games to incorporate a D10. We'll also be rebuilding how the government works focused around the D10, so that really takes hold. That is why all government bureaucratic institutions will no longer make decisions via committee or vote, or by collecting and studying data and reaching the best decision for the greatest number of people, but by rolling some percent die. How will the budget be allocated this year? Do I have to say it? We're going to roll some percent die. In fact, in the broadest act of justice reform in the history of the country, maybe even the world, trial outcomes will now be determined not by a jury of your peers, or a judge, both of whom are human, fallible, can make mistakes, or be swayed by emotions. No, we will ensure a person's right to a fair and speedy trial by putting the facts of their case into our government-sponsored outcome generation app and letting the dice decide. This is going to be rolled out across all facets of the government. Elections? It's going to be percent die. No more cut. No more electoral college. We're just gonna roll two sure. roll two percent die for each side. Highest numbers president. <laughs> I okay. I have a lot of questions, but I, I will I will cede my time to the other two first. I feel like the th- the last thing you just said is the argument for Matt, which uh-huh. if Matt if Matt were to sit up here and say we're gonna decide the president by flipping a coin, I would scream at him. You just did that with more <laughs> steps. You are living in a <laughs> in a bipartisan world, Todd. 
there can be more than two options for a presidential nominee. Except for and every this, example you gave are this, things that have one, two options. Exactly. Every example. No, that last uh, one. Excuse me, is you're forgetting the nine Fazolis and a Chipotle. <laughs> you are forgetting the nine Fazolis and a Chipotle. Yeah. In, innocent or guilty is but one aspect of determining the outcome of a trial. We also have to do sentencing, which is much more complicated than a simple coin flip. Thank you. And again, we are changing this bipartisan world we live in by allowing up to a hundred potential presidential parties to be considered every election. They will all, and they will all have an equal chance at becoming president. You've painted out my nightmare, Kyle. (laughs) You're going to tell me Vermin Supreme with the boot on his head is going to go toe-to-toe with the Green Party and Joey Bides? Has an equal chance as Donald Trump, the Green Uh, Party, and Joe Biden. I don't know. I don't know if I'm impressed by your bravado or offended by your bravado or both. It's a it's impressed. You're offended by how impressed you are. Yeah, that's probably that's it. That's it. Yeah. The thing that gets me is that Kyle started with the most level-headed argument. <laughs> he sure did. And then just really it, it, it like it's the whole you live long enough to become the villain situation. <laughs> yeah. Like the idea should have stopped at immediate implementation and then it just like yeah. careened. Nope. This is this is the perfect system, Todd. Well, here, okay. Can can I tell you how this is gonna go? Yeah, please. So I know you probably heard me say pyramids of pain earlier. I didn't mean that. I meant power. Pyramids of power. Here it is. The argument writes itself. The the messaging is right there. Humanity has had a long history of embracing the power of the pyramid. All boundaries are Shut breaking up. down in the wake no. of an infinite yeah. future. Hey. Don't let him the get only, away with this. A, the symbol, only thing, a symbol famously representing slave labor. Yeah, go ahead. The <laughs> only thing that remains are the things that have stood the test of time, and that's love, values, <laughs> and of course, the pyramids. The strongest shape ever constructed. A shape that fits all other shapes in it. This is the future because this is the past. I hate you so much. <laughs> But if you're if you're just catching that's from the office, that's the 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 pyramid, and they they knew, yeah, from the bad season, one of the bad seasons of the office. That's a good episode in the bad Carell season. Left the the yeah. point. The point being that was that also season seven? Could have been season seven. That <sighs> seems like it was earlier than season seven. seven. We'll have we'll have the editors check that. Um, interns, if you can look that up and and put that in. Uh, the point here is that pyramid is the strongest, most resilient shape. And here's the other thing. The pyramid has been part of everyone's life as long as they've ever held paper money. Just you pull out a you pull out a buck and there she is. The comforting, powerful pyramid. And America famously invented paper money. It didn't exist at all before. <laughs> nope. Right before there. we did the the powerful pyramids. It's always been there just right in your pocket. And I since we're talking about which one of these has the best case best chance of being implemented, getting through with the House, the Senate approved, implemented. It's worth noting that this major push for the pyramid to just be a cornerstone of society is going to work because it is also wholeheartedly embraced and backed by the Illuminati and the dark cabal yeah, that pulls the strings. Yep. So um, we're just going to do Todd wants it. to embrace the deep state. And I want to... Oh, this is uh, like the deep, deep state. Flush, this is- flush out the deep state and replace them with two... By letting a uh, hundred presidential candidates <laughs> enter into a ring. Yeah. 
Who will the deep state know who to control, Todd? God, I can't, I can't risk 99 Fazolis in hopes to get the one Chipotle, <laughs> Kyle. I can't do it. I think, I think you got to reverse that. I would, I would very much go for Ch- Fazolis over Chipotle. Well, see, if there's 99 Chipotles and one Fazoli, I'd roll that dice. Yeah. And then you, know you only what? have two if options, and you can dude, make that decision. That's not how that same probability works. <laughs> if if it were if it were three Fazolis and one Chipotle, I still think I got a pretty good choice uh, option to get a Chipotle. I guess that kind of begs the question. You've already made the decision. If you want to go to one over the other, why roll, why roll the dice in the first place? Anyway, because Matt, we had to use we now. had to use decision making to paint an illustrated picture for you. Because Andrew. we had a list. Of, we had to make a list of a hundred things because it's impossible to do. Because the AI got into a loop and gave me ninety nine yeah. fazolis. <laughs> yeah. All right. Go ahead, Matt. Andrew, you've transitioned perfectly into my last point. Now, like I said, I came into this podcast sort of expecting to be the ickiest answer today. Luckily, I wasn't, but who would have seen that coming? Not me. It's the wrongest answer, which (laughs) is different, but... (laughs) Here's the thing, Andrew. Everybody really misunderstood this idea of getting rid of all other dice and making everything a decision of yes or no. Of course, there are multiple things that should be discussed and aren't on a binary yes or no decision, hey, you shouldn't be rolling dice about those things. You shouldn't be rolling dice to make the decision of who is the president. We're just talking about Because dice. voting works so well, Matt. <laughs> no, wait, that's not the argument I was going to make. I, I was going to stop, Matt, before he said flipping a coin, but now I'm more mad at what Kyle said. Good. Wow, what a turn. Here's the thing. New year, new Kyle. The campaign that we are going to roll out is going to be on the Again, value. Can't roll it out. It's not a. It's Kyle, not a you dice. can you can roll a two sided fucking coin. You Stop can it. You can, can roll this roll this die that I pit, that I put a picture of. You can roll that. Yeah. How to hear, Andrew? It kind of just kind of flumps on the table, but it's a roll, baby. Haven't you ever seen one of those like vortex things in an old mall where you drop a coin down and then it like. The whole way around. And let Matt continue to talk about how he's going to issue government issued pogs to everyone, and that's how we're going to yeah. solve all of our our decisions. Now hold First on. First off, I would argue <laughs> that minted collectible coins are absolutely government issued pogs. Second, <laughs> well, they're they're slammers to be specific, but yeah. Second, yeah, we're going to run out a campaign of communication cooperation. The value a third a third C thing. Things that famously go well in America, yes. Yeah, we're trying to make things better, Kyle. I don't like how Kyle started with, how about 10 choices? And it's kind of devolved to no one should have choice over anything. (laughs) Yeah, we're really arguing the the legitimacy of free will. The dice will decide. No, you don't need to leave everything up to the dice. And that's what I'm saying. You should be able to have communication in a conversation about where you want to go to dinner. And if you get down to the point where you only have two options, flip a coin about it. And hey, if you want a 99% chance that you go to Chipotle, just fucking go to Chipotle. You don't need to overcomplicate everything. You can work together. People can communicate to come together and come closer on decisions and bring it to the point of, should we do this or should we not do this? You don't need a hundred choices. That's bad. Matt, the beauty of the <laughs> ten-sided die is that you can have two choices and one hundred choices with the same dice. You would have to bring 
50 D2s to get as many options as I have with two D10s. Or you just roll the D2 50 times. That's still a lot of times, Todd. Or 25 times. That's what I was getting to next. Way faster. Faster than 50, not as fast as two. Hmm. You don't need that many options. You're just being indecisive. (laughs) Do more with less. Do D2. Yeah, do more with less. Two (laughs) D10s does more than any number of your D2s, Matt. Thank you. You made my argument for me. I just want to say, (laughs) I came in here assuming that you guys would talk about like, how to replace the dice in Yahtzee or, nope. you know, something like that. Or like how to determine how many spaces you move in Candyland. Andrew, we're and, deciding and who's the president I, of the United States of America. I, that's on me. Much like much like that Christmas episode that Matt tried to do, this one's on me. Yeah. <laughs> I am in the wrong here. Andrew, Candyland does not use dice. You play Candyland that's by true. flipping over flipping colored cards. cards. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Get All your right. head out of your ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> while I go get my head out of my ass during these, this this commercial break, we're gonna we're gonna skip and we're gonna do the super secret bonus question. Uh, instead of arguing the legitimacy of free will in a society, I'd like you guys to just take a step back and tell me uh, what dice game existing or made up was gonna thrive now that your chosen dice is the supreme dice. And we'll answer that and maybe talk about I, I don't know more about free will when we come back. See you in a bit. we're back all right once again that super secret bonus question is which dice game whether it be existing or fuck it made up will thrive down to that your chosen dice is the supreme exclusive dice kyle start with you yes andrew thank you the simple answer all games that use dice okay. are going to be improved. Oh, Let me give ass. some... Sp- I have specific examples. Shut up. But <laughs> the short answer is everything is improved by switching it to a 10-sided dice. But the specific examples you care are what you care about, I know. So let me cover some of them. First of all, any game that uses two D6s, as I highlighted earlier, if we replace those with two D10s, you're just going to be playing that game faster. You're going to be moving around the board quicker you're not going to be locked into as as many four-hour games of Monopoly because you've got nearly double the spaces you could roll, so you'll be clearing those Monopoly games in two hours tops. Do you think that Monopoly is determined by how quickly you go across the board? Yes, I would no? argue it's exactly the opposite. I I I would, in fact, argue that, yes. Okay. Um, I don't have the data in front of me, but (laughs) I'm certain it backs up my argument here. Foolproof. Uh, The other most famous dice rolling game, Dungeons and Dragons. You get just as many options as a D20 with a D10, and then you simplify all of your other rolls by consolidating them into a D10 or combination thereof. Your pain points, your D4s, it's just a division of 10. Your D8s, 
Just a division of two D10s. Mm. We're simplifying everything. You don't have to lug around seven different dice now to play Dungeons and Dragons. You just need two or three or four D10s. You've got all your bases covered. Okay. I disagree. And I think there's <laughs> math to back up my disagreement, but I'll let it go. Do the math for me then, Todd. I, I cannot. I cannot. Hey, you're, you're darn right you can't. When I roll three D10s to create my, my character starting stats, this game's over. <laughs> <laughs> Todd, how are you making Yahtzee better with little pointy Legos? Well, that was actually my answer to start <laughs> with. For okay. one is Yahtzee. <laughs> okay. You know what? You know who loves playing Yahtzee? Barely anyone. You know who hates playing Choose. Yahtzee? P- people who want it to be over quicker. And so that's what you're going to get with four-sided dice and Yahtzee. Your Yahtzees, they're coming fast and furious. You're just <laughs> ripping them out. You're just done. And I would, now that Kyle said that Monopoly is more important about moving far distances, I would like to counter that and say that I think that's wrong. I would argue that, granted, you'd have to probably soften or change the roll doubles twice, go to jail bit, because, hey, with 2D4s, you're going to get that a lot. But I think that more small moves when you're moving again on doubles means you're landing on more spaces, which means you're either buying things faster or hitting other people's properties faster. That game's getting over quicker because your short rolls are going to be moving less, which means less around the board, less collecting $200. And if you're rolling doubles, you're just going to keep hitting properties. Again, you're either buying or paying rent. Monopoly goes from being a terrible game to a less <laughs> terrible game. Uh, that's a, honestly like a remarkably good counter argument to that. <laughs> I thought about it because first my yeah. answer was just going to be Monopoly, but then I said it was going to be Yahtzee. It's in, I've got my own little side notes, and then you said Yahtzee, and I was like, well. Because oh. I was thinking through it. Because again, all right, four-sided dice, you're hitting Yahtzees all the time. You know what? I'm actually putting Yahtzee out of business because it's no longer a ton of fun when you roll like the five sixes or however many dice you roll in Yahtzee. I don't know, because you're going to get Yahtzees way more often. It's not special anymore. Take that, Hasbro. Take it. Matt. Yeah, Andrew, let me ask you a question. Do you know how to play craps? I honestly don't. I wish no I did. Does. <laughs> I don't think anyone does. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. Craps, arguably the most famous dice rolling casino game. I don't think that there are any other dice rolling casino games that have musicals written about them the way that craps does. If you were to distill craps down to either you win or you lose everybody would be really into it no (laughs) everybody would really like it if the greatly misses the point of what a gambling game is but yeah yeah i love the thought of every single game in a casino is now just (laughs) a person with the coin (laughs) like this is a 20 dollar buy-in table heads or tails you win you win you lose you lose That's, you can only bet on red or black. Yeah, nothing nothing I mean, else. But nothing plenty of people do it. In roulette, there's like a third or fourth option. Yeah. So Or a hundred yeah, others. That but, argument yeah. doesn't stand, Todd. Uh, there are infinite in, there are infinity options in roulette. Eh. Not every game in a casino is a dice rolling game. And I would argue that most people don't go to casinos to play dice rolling games in 2023. So Let's what do they go to the one... casinos to play then in 2023, Matt? If you're going to argue they don't <laughs> go to play dice rolling games, what games do they go to play? Kyle is a casino fiend. Yeah, the Famously. slots for sure. And like maybe blackjack. And then sweaty white dudes probably play a lot of five card. But that's my facts. guess. He's, yeah. he's objectively right. Feels right. Anyway, what I'm saying, let's take the one famous dice game that everybody wants to be able to play and nobody knows how to play. And let's make it easy. Either one or you lose. 
Craps. That's from guys and dogs. Is that what you're okay? I was like, I'm gonna need you to cite your cite your sources here, but okay. All right. Can we get that can we get that one more time clean, Matt? Just just real quick. Oh, just that craps. Perfect. Incredible. Great. Well, um, I've got to go uh, look up. I've got to go f- find out how to pay royalties on the Guys and Dolls soundtrack. So while I do that, why don't you uh, hit each other with some closing statements? Nope. Why don't you hit me with some closing statements? Because we're doing mm. closing statements and not going to good vibes. We've been doing the show for seven years. Kyle, please start. Um, yeah, I set it up at the top. Guys, 10 sides, best sides. Using the metric system as uh, what is arguably the perfect system of weights and measurements to translating that over to dice, uh, 10 sides, best sides. You can get any combination of probabilities you need out of 10 sided dice, rendering all other dice options obsolete. And my opponents are heretics in the dice wars. Thank you. I see I the, I seed my time. Sure. When I was 10 years old, my parents took me to Disney world. I cried the whole time. I'm going to, I'm going to come. I to was your not house. able to comprehend the beauty that was before me. I just wanted to go home. This is what the pyramid will do for you. It is the bridge to the world. It has a USB port. Wireless will be available in 2013. <laughs> you can play anything from Chuck to Cars 2. With the pyramid, you have the connection to everything in time and space. What? <laughs> what yeah. was that? It's, it's from the same episode the same of The episode Office. Of the Office. Oh, oh, yeah. oh. Okay. It's Jim when he's pe- doing his like. I don't have peacock. No, no one has peacock. <laughs> no one does. Um, Matt does. I'm sure Matt Matt does. I don't actually. I don't have peacock. <laughs> oh, okay. It's it's when he's doing his uh his Steve Jobs Tim Cook Apple presentation with the tablet. Got it. Uh, Matt. Yeah. Do more with less, Andrew. Let's communicate. Let's make 2024 the year of compromise. The year of conversation. The year of talking with people when they say, where do you want to eat? And they say, I don't know. Where do you want to eat? You pick something. You just do it. You just pick it. And then if they (laughs) say no, they've got to pick. That should be the rules. Everything should either be yes or no. It's that simple. Do more with less. Do D2. The argument that this is the year of compromise, <laughs> however, every dice rolled is one or two, yes or no, this or that, quite like my neck hurts from the whiplash yeah. I got. In that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Pretend I'm saying now what I said before RE uh, uh, royalties from guys and dolls. Uh, good vibes. Something, something good vibes, Kyle. Yeah, Todd. The argument that everything boils down, every decision boils down to four options is actually pretty good. The power pyramid is is a great little dice. Um, I I did kick it around as an option, but 10, 10 was just too, too good a nice round number for me to pass up. Um, and Matt, D2s are objectively the right choice here. You did leave a lot on the table by not arguing that the internet as a whole is built on a binary system and we could recreate that with it with d2s so i can't i can't give you the win today but <laughs> had you argued your point better There's i might milk toast good vibes there <laughs> yeah sorry i left you could replicate the internet by flipping a coin on the floor <laughs> kyle 
Apology accepted. Thank you for <laughs> thank you for saying that. You flip a coin long enough, you got the internet. Yeah. 10,000 monkeys yeah. in a room yeah, flipping coins that, will eventually recreate the internet. I know, I know it isn't a Carl Sagan quote, but it feels like it could be. Is it the chaos theory? Um, I forget yeah, what I exactly it is, because yeah. I always explain it as if you ran your dryer an infinite amount of times, one of the options is all your clothes are folded perfectly when you open the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the uh, if you bake a pie, you bake. If you wake, if you wish to make an apple pie from scratch, you must first invent the universe. That's that's where my mind went to. <laughs> if you wish to recreate the internet, mm-hmm. you must first flip a coin. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm gonna disagree with what Kyle said. Then Kyle, I think the D10 was probably the right answer. Um, I was gonna claim it until you hot out the gates said shotgun D10, and that was I was like, okay, well now I gotta choose and. Yeah, I think D10 makes the most logical argument is probably there that you can get about anything you need out of a 10-sided dice, evens, odds, percentages, what have you. I think any politician's message that starts with, we're going after the metric system, let's do it, is going to immediately result in them being launched into the sun. But, (laughs) you know, we're a a group of paid lobbyists coming up with ideas. So, yeah, we get paid regardless. Yeah. Matt, I wondered if you were going to take a D2. I really did. Because <laughs> um, I saw I saw Kyle's answer in the doc, and I, I knew what I was doing, and I, I kind of waffled between a D4 and a D20. And and when I took D4, I was like, well, Matt's either going to take a D20, do something wild like a D12, but how do you argue that? And then I was like, wait, Matt wouldn't. He wouldn't do it. And then I saw it in the notes. Um, hey, listen, trying to bust everything down to a binary yes or no is is a hell of a jump here um (laughs) thinking about all the games that exist that roll dice and it's like good bad yes no yeah that's it everything is 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 yes or no every dice you've ever had in every game you've ever loved i love the thought of that being a mandate that goes through the population it would make Yahtzee even faster. Oh my God, Yahtzee's over <laughs> so immediately. Yahtzee's done. I just won Yahtzee again. Oh shit! Yeah, Kyle, I like the D10. Now that I work in job with a lot of folks international, I'm forced to convert everything to the metric system. I've never been one of those snooty people who's like, "Why don't we use the metric system?" But goddamn, why don't we use a base ten counting system? It'd be so cool. So I think that the D10 was a great answer. You said some stuff I don't think was great. I'll go ahead and put that out there. <laughs> well, that's the bit, Matt. <laughs> the bit. Yeah, right. I am but a slave to the bit. <laughs> Todd, you took Fair. the thing that I was going to do when I was going to do like a real answer. Mm. I, I'll talk about things I left on the cutting room floor in the post show, but I think that D4 is a really funny answer because like Kyle said, I think everything kind of does boil down to like four-ish choices most of the time. <laughs> Um, And I think that's pretty good. I did bank a lot of my argument on, or at least my argument against you on whether you like the numbers up or down. And I agree with you, but you took a hard stance. And I think that at least a third of the people who listen to this podcast will be angry about it. No, I, I'm playing as much D and D as I have. I have a number of D fours. I exclusively use the ones that are numbers up unless I absolutely have to. I hate numbers down D fours. And you know what? You can come, come get at me. Um, not even in the comments in real life. Come at me. 
Not not you on this call. Drive to Todd's house. But like, listeners, if you've got strong feelings about where the D4 numbers are and it is at the bottom of the dice, you're you're wrong. Todd will post his location every Saturday. Yeah. You can come find him and fight him about D4s. You can come catch this Saturday. Yeah. Cool. Well, uh, I have made a decision. One of these three will become past uh, will be turned go from a bill to be a law i have to go i also have to go watch that episode of of uh, schoolhouse rock it's got to make it out of committee first yeah so i will say where i landed was widely not what i expected and i will say because going into this there is not a dice that i hate more than the d10 <laughs> I I don't Go know on. why I don't know why I just I don't like D10s. I don't like Do them you have aesthetically. A hatred hatred of the Sims? Is that what this is? I don't get that. Cuz they all have the little they all have the the little marker above their head that looks like that's a, a, a D10. That's a D8. That's a D8. Yep. No, that it's is a pointy D8. Yeah. And Andrew, I was prepared for this. Yeah. I think a, a reason a lot of us don't like the d10 in its current state is because of the existence of the d8 and the d12 and they all look mm-hmm. a little too similar those will be gone there will be that's no confusion fair. i, what you I don't that isn't it for okay. me but okay. i get it i don't know why it just like the way that it sits on the table the way that i always have too many d10s that i need and also the fact that uh it's not 10 it's zero and not 10 which sucks yeah, I hard agree. Um, I would like to bring some attention to the fact that it is not a D8 over the head of a No, Sims you're right. You're it's, right. it's not a D10 either, it's, though. It's a D12, a weird D12, yeah. Ugh, well, they'd go to jail. It's it's just a polygon is really what it is. So that brings me to my next least favorite dice, which is a D4, <laughs> which I also <laughs> I hate for different reasons because I think D- rolling D4s is always a bummer because it's just like plump. Like it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't roll. It just kind of like plump, right? It hits the table. That not, makes me yeah. curious of your logic for your answer. If that was what worked against the D four. So that being said, though, Todd is actually going to win today. Oh, the in I take back of, what I said. In spite of that, and and here's why: because I came in here was like, all right, D two, that's an option. That's the chaos option. But fair enough. But I think, Todd, you won me over at decision paralysis and the idea that everything breaks down into four choices, which, man, you're not wrong. (laughs) It's honestly like that kind of might be my whole thing for 2024. Yeah, it might be, man. It's one of the more lucid things that have come out of this show, honestly. (laughs) Yes. I feel like I came in today to make the joke that everything was two options but was met by the reality that everything is four options. Mm. That, and that's yeah. going to keep me up tonight. It, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm going to be thinking about that one for a for a minute cuz I don't I don't know that I can disprove it. It's <laughs> yeah. rough. So with that, uh, we invite you all listeners to to mull that over and and thanks so much for listening into the inaugural episode of season 7 of Debate This. As always, you can follow along with the arguments on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Debate This Cast or on our website at debatethiscast.com. Andrew, it's 2024 now. I'm not saying we X. gotta call it. We gotta call it X. I'm not calling. No, it we X. don't have no. to call it. I don't anything. Do anything. Call it I'm an adult. There's four other. There's three other things we can call it. Yeah, I can give you three <laughs> other good options. Yeah. Now, now here is a query for you all, and and you guys, please participate too. Have you ever listened into our show and wondered to yourself, "Gee, you know, I I I know where they stand on Batman and Wario." But where did the DT host stand on the Disney Channel's classic 2002 made-for-TV movie Cadet Kelly starring Hilary Duff and Christy Carlson Romano? 
Well, Andrew, I wonder that every day, all the time. It keeps yeah. me every, up at night. Yeah. yeah, much like Todd's Todd's query that everything is for decisions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, where do we stand on uh, Disney Channel's classic favorite Yeah. Well, have I got a very specific answer for your very specific question? On the last Tuesday of every month, we will be releasing a brand new episode of Deconstructed, a show where we break down a new Disney Channel original movie or decom each month. This month, we're shredding the powder with Johnny Tsunami. And so, subscribing for $5 a month at patreon.com slash debate this cast will get you unlimited access to Deconstructed, in addition to our full backlog of our D&D show, The Office Drones, also access to the patron Discord, and ad-free episodes of our regular DT episodes. Until next time, I'm Andrew Henderson. I'm Kyle. I got 99 Fazolis, but a Chipotle ain't one. Harper? I'm Todd. Nine Fazolis and a Chipotle is my perfect weekend. <laughs> Thomas? <laughs> and I'm Matt. A minted D2 for all 50 states of America. Cole? And <laughs> <laughs> we're saying thanks for debating with us, and if you think we're wrong, you can come fight us behind the 99 Fazolis, nerds. <laughs> Adventure. The closing track is On Our Way off of the album Dunes at Night.